I'm trying to get Lainey to stream while she's uh, at work. <laughs> Come join us. <laughs> Twitch.tv slash robots radio. Let's see if there's a Nightkin gif. Let's see. Nightkin. Probably not, but maybe. Winter is here. Nope, that's not Nightkin. Whoa! A new subscriber! What? You're awesome! Bub! Bub with the subscribing! What's up, Geeks Tavern? Uh, no, I have not seen your big iron anywhere. Um, yeah, because we missed yesterday because I had a migraine. So we're doing it. We're doing it today. And nobody has a uh, Nightkin gif on... On, on, on Giffy. You can picture of, of the, of Lily, the, the girl. Yeah. Nightkin. Uh, Lily, super mutant. So let's see if that shows up at all. No. Ninja Turtles for some reason. Probably because of mutant. Mm -hmm. All right. Well, that's not going to be a thing. So we're just going to ignore that. We're just tweeting, tweeting it out. You know. I, I am doing better. Thank you. Uh, yeah, I, I, after <laughs> sleeping last night, my brain decided to fix itself, so. Yay. 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 So, yeah, see, everyone says you look nice, Lainey. Oh, thanks. I still don't have the chat pulled up, but thank you. Lainey says, yeah, um, they say you look nice. Twitter hates somebody. Oh, here we go. I didn't have my Twitter overlay always up. Hates somebody. It's Twitter hates super mutants. What? Super mutants are Twitter great. Everybody, everybody mutants. should love super mutants. Super mutants canceled. <laughs> what are you talking about? What are you talking about Twitter? Well, Twitter, Twitter can go, you know, do a thing with a you know what. That was extremely non-specific. You know what? But do a thing with a you know what? Yeah, that's, take that's what, that Twitter. That's what Twitter. That's why I think about Twitter. Do a thing with a you know what? You know where? Twitter. Twitter. <laughs> that was a good laugh. <laughs> I'm trying All to get my into laughs this. sound nervous. <laughs> <laughs> Don't punch me. I'm like constantly like laughing inward. I'm like like pulling <laughs> it back. <laughs> Judgment. <laughs> <laughs> Um, finally got your name. You want it? Yeah, I heard Lincoln. That's awesome. Woo! That's sweet, yo. That's that's crazy cool. All right. Well, I'm trying to get I'm trying to get in this new egg shuffle for a graphics card, but it's like impossible. Actually, you know what? I got selected for the one yesterday for a 3070 Ti, which is like the, one of the new ones, but it was. Like the, the MSRP for those starts at like 700 and this one was like almost a thousand bucks because it was like a... Oh, jeez. Yeah, and I was like, if I'm going to spend a thousand bucks and I just, I'd want to get a 3080, why would I get a 3070 Ti? Holy crap. That's just too much money, friends. I just selected yeah, all the things to see if I'd get, you know, if I'd get in for any of them and it actually selected me and I was like, I'm not going to, that's not the one I wanted, <laughs> but it's kind of good to know that it actually works sometimes. You were on top of a dude, Lincoln? <laughs> Lainey's face. <laughs> Gotta go back to work. All right, dude. I'll see you later. Sorry. <laughs> I'm just taking his, I'm taking his text, his uh, messages out of context. Finally got off this dude from it. <laughs> got, got his name off the dude. Not he physically got off the dude. 
<laughs> like he was stuck on top of him. Understood. That's weird. <laughs> That's weird. <laughs> Maybe I should pu- pull the Twitch chat up then. Hmm. Yeah, you should pull the Twitch chat Usually I have up. it up. You should do it. I don't know why. <laughs> I just didn't what pull it up What are you even yet. doing with your life? <laughs> Who knows? Who knows? Thinking about work. <laughs> it, yeah, because your work is so stressful. My work is so stressful. No. I got my first bad review. Oh, no. On Monday. It, no, on Tuesday. No. On Wednesday. <laughs> I So, I like promptly at 1 p.m., right? We open up. Mm-hmm. And this family comes in. It's like a man, a wife, and a daughter. And they we have a sign on the door that still says you have to wear masks to come in. Oh, no. Um, and it's because it's because I live with people that are at risk. Uh-huh. And my like the owner lives with people that are at risk, right? And so, like, that is why the sign is there. And... So, like, the family comes in, the dad and the daughter both put theirs on, no problem. The woman comes in and she's like, she reads the sign, she walks in, she looks at me, she goes, do we have to wear face masks in here? And I was like, I'd prefer if you do, but, like, I wasn't gonna, I wasn't gonna push it. So I didn't, so she didn't wear it, and I was like, whatever, that was fine. I was like, I'm vaccinated, I'm not too worried. So, Mm. we keep going. And, uh, I ask them, like, are you looking for anything in particular? Like, can I help you? You know, the same things I always ask for every single customer that walks in. And the guy, he's the one that's looking at games. He doesn't respond. But the wife is like, yeah, just whatever he's looking for. Like, whatever. Just kind of dismisses it. I was like, okay, whatever. So I'm like waiting. He's looking around. The guy asks me a question about like if we have any Dreamcasts, which we don't. And then so I'm like, no, but like all our consoles are over there. And then he looks around a little while longer. And then he's like, I'm looking for a PS1 game. And I'm like, our PS1 games are over there. They're sorted alphabetically. He walks over and he looks. And then they don't end up buying anything, and then they leave, and as they're leaving, the wife mumbles something about masks again. I didn't hear her. So I text Karen. CJ. Karen. I, I, I text CJ, and I'm like, this really weird lady just came in here. Whoa. Cat. Sushi's moving around our notes. <laughs> uh uh-huh. 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 her name Karen? Did she have a... Erase stuff. Did she have a... Well... This hair? No. She had, like... Like, her hair was, like... Gr- like blue or something like she had like dyed hair she seemed cool uh-huh. okay so here's here's the thing she leaves and she was just really rude the whole time um and there was like some other th- things she said too like while she was in there and every time she would talk like her daughter looked uncomfortable you know like you can like read mm-hmm. the family dynamic like it's all strange and so she leaves and i text cj i'm like this weird woman just came through and like seconds after i get a text from my boss that's like did you just have a bad interaction with the customer and I was like, I don't think so. Why? <laughs> and he sends me this review that she posts on Facebook. <laughs> and it Jeez. says like, she said, here, I'll pull it up. Hang on. I have it. I have the, the screen. I have the receipts. <laughs> so she posts a review on Facebook. She's like, doesn't recommend my place of work. Um, so she's trying to bite me. <laughs> One second. So she says, her name is Brittany. Sorry, Brittany. And she says, we went to the store to look for a game after going to the booth at the flea market. So we have a flea market booth in Mount Dora. Uh-huh. Um, the girl in the store was super rude. Couldn't be bothered to look up from her phone. I was watching them the whole time. I wasn't even on my phone. Anyway, when we asked her for help finding a game, she seemed like we were putting her out and pointed us in the direction of those games. What? <laughs> what? What? She wanted you to go <laughs> find it for her is what she wanted. Yeah. Then she's like, couldn't even be bothered to ask what game you were looking for to help. Which, most of the time, if I know it might be hard to find something, I do just ask. 
I didn't mm. happen to ask them because we have like 20 PS1 games and they're sorted alphabetically. Like it's not hard right. to find. Right. And the guy didn't act like it was a problem, you know? So like, I don't even know. So she says that and then she's like, probably won't be back, which sucks because we're retro game fanatics with all the old systems looking to up the games we have. I hope she doesn't come back. No, she was, like, she was pissed about the mask thing. And then she yeah, was just like, yeah, that's what my boss me. said. Yeah. My boss read it like, and I called him like, you know, after he texted me and he was like, yeah, I read it. Like, it didn't sound like you. <laughs> I was like, this is a weird review. Like, you're always so nice to people. And I was like, mm-hmm. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, that so, sucks. But that's my only bad customer, like, I've ever had. So. That sucks. You know, you get, like, you know how it is. We you yeah. know, get reviews with the podcast where people are just like, this. everything's cool except for this thing. Two stars. And it's like... <laughs> okay. <laughs> Sorry. Or uh, like, like uh, I can't believe they 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 didn't n- mention their spoilers, and it's like you're listening to a lore podcast. You don't expect spoilers. Like, do I have to say this every time we mention anything from any of the games? Like, this is a like mm, some things should just be assumed. But yeah. So anyway, yeah. anyway, thanks everybody for joining anyway. us. Sorry you had that experience. Um, you guys ready to start the show? You ready? Ready to go? I'm going to hit hit the button. Here it comes. The show is brought to you by our generous patrons at patreon.com slash falloutlorecast. Robots Radio presents the Fallout Lorecast. Welcome to the Fallout Lorecast, a place for the Fallout community to come together to explore the boundaries of our knowledge about the world of Fallout. Welcome, Fall Dwellers and Wastelanders. This is the Fallout Lorecast, and I am your host, Tom, or Robots, as usual, with my co-host here, Neos Pandora, who can't can't bother to look up from her phone because she's just too busy for that, and she doesn't treat customers well. That's what we were talking oh, about. No. We're talking about a dumb a dumb review she got at work uh, in the pre-show. Um, but you know, sometimes you know, Karen's gonna Karen. You know, you you can't stop a Karen from Karen. She's just, she just Karen's too much. So there you go. Uh, Lainey's just, oh no. just smiling and looking at me. <laughs> so welcome back to the show. We're still continuing with our discussion about Fallout New Vegas and some of the things in Fallout New Vegas. And I thought, you know what, this week it'd be really fun to dive into the Nightkin because we get, we get a number of experiences with the Nightkin in uh Fallout New Vegas and in different locations as well. And this is going to be kind of uh, more of an intro to the Nightkin episode. And we will continue a little bit more on the specifics of some of the quest lines and some of the uh, specific characters. We're going to note some of the characters that you you meet that are Nightkin, but go into a little bit more of that detail on a future episode. Because there's I think there's some background to the Nightkin that maybe a lot of people who play New Vegas don't realize um, as a lot of people know, the Fallout New Vegas was created by Obsidian, and Obsidian Studio is was actually founded, and a lot of the people who worked on Fallout 1 and 2 were some of the same people who worked on Fallout New Vegas. So they pulled a lot of the lore and details from the first two games into Fallout New Vegas. It's also, you know, all of those games are located closer to the West Coast and, and all of that. So... There's some really cool details here. Lainey, how are you doing? How, how Other than work stuff, how you been? I'm good. Just good. I, <laughs> I mean, I'm just thinking about where I have to go to work later. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So that's really all that's on my mind right now. But. Yeah, you'll be fine. You'll get through it. And, yeah, and, yeah it's, 
<laughs> it is what it is, right? Yeah. Well, why don't we dig into this, Lainey? How did how did the Nightkin start? What is the origin of the Nightkin? And what so, exactly are Nightkin? Like, wh- what are we even talking about here? For anybody who anybody who doesn't mind spoilers, by the way, spoilers. <laughs> this is we were joking about that in the pre-show too, because some people will listen to a lore podcast and they'll be like, "Oh, there were spoilers there." And it's like, well, yeah, of course. That's, what else are we going to be talking about? Um, but uh, so go into it. What what are the Nightkin? So they were um, they were created by the Master. They're considered to be his greatest super mutant creation because they are the strongest, and they have a couple other things going for them. Um, so after the defeat of the Master's super mutant army in 2162, the Nightkin began to spread across the wasteland. And so some of them traveled in groups, so you can find you know kind of camps of Nightkin, but some of them like to stay independent. Um, now Nightkin, and then, to, to be specific, are a type of super mutant. Right. They're not just any sort of like weird other type of mutant. Although, you know, the FEV virus mutated a number of different things. Um, these were the uh, the highest fulfillment of the super mutant project by the master. And if you don't remember who the master is, go back and listen to our Fallout 1 episode because I go through that. He's the he's kind of the main bad guy, the genius who melds with technology. He looks like a melted head on top of computers and stuff the, the pictures of him are ridiculous and 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 crazy looking but he's he's the guy behind at least those super mutants on that co- on the west coast so there's a cat biting my leg i'm so sorry there's a cat biting your leg <laughs> well i try to keep a straight face but she's like full on <laughs> pouncing on me yeah <laughs> yeah so Jeez. okay super mutants so, so this is really yeah. a uh, a discussion of super mutants and what happens to the highest uh most perfected super soldiers that the uh, master designs and where they end up in new vegas which is very different from how they started right yeah so most super mutants i mean they're relatively the same you know they have a lot of muscle they're really buff not a lot else going on so these big buff <laughs> monsters basically they're they're made from humans mm-hmm. and they're turned into these like terrifying super mutants yeah what are some um, of the stats on them well, like in general super mutants are or, like how much do they weigh and like how does that stuff work? yeah so uh the average super mutant is roughly 10.5 feet tall so over twice as tall as me which is fun. Two, two and they, stacked on top of each other me, in a trench stacked coat. on top of each other yeah. in a trench coat <laughs> um <laughs> They weigh around 770 pounds or 350 kilograms. Um, and they have like 75% of their body mass is just muscle, <laughs> uh, bone and tissue are 10% each. And then the fat mass is really low, accounting for between three to 5% of their body mass. That's why you can see those sweet, sweet abs. Those sweet, sweet abs for yeah. sure. <laughs> um this body mass ratio the muscle to you know everything else (laughs) is the reason why they walk in a like a hunched over way their muscles are like encumbering them essentially yeah it's it's almost like pushing pushing on their skeleton yeah it makes them kind of hunched looking yeah yeah um yeah their skin is thicker and resistant to trauma cuts bruises damage from fire acid gunfire um and despite this any tissues that are completely destroyed on them, and this includes like things like organs and stuff, they can regenerate very well, except for if it is completely destroyed. And so if you were to chop off their arm, they can't get the arm back. But if you're just to give them a cut, 
it'll probably heal up pretty fast. Um, and then super, super mutants in general, you know, I'm sure if you've played the fall games, you've seen a good number of them. They look pretty masculine and this happens no ma matter what your sex is. When you return into a super mutant, you turn into this, this, beefy dude essentially is what it looks yeah, like yeah, yeah. Um, well uh, all that muscle mass is basically all the muscles get bigger which creates yeah. a more masculine shape and they lose any of their sex organs so there's no so yeah they they become sterile but their like genitalia is still there uh but they you know you can't use it <laughs> <laughs> um I thought so, I yes. thought it wasn't there. This is this is something we'll have to dig into. I was pretty sure that the genitalia. I, I was looking it up. It looks like the genitalia is still there, but the all everything else, everything that makes them function, is not there. Interesting, because and so you can some still the, distinguish them between. Yeah, because I feel like, like maybe there's maybe it's different depending on type of super. Now you've got some questions because I'm thinking back to some details. Oh, maybe man. the East Coast super mutants, uh, they they don't have any, because I know if you look at them in the vats and stuff. They're just like, there's nothing there. Like, but we'll have to dig into this because uh, this is bringing up some interesting questions that I have about it. That, um, And sometimes this happens when we do these episodes, like the information in my head and the information that I looked up for previous episodes and the information that we dig up for this, you know, for example, this episode make leads to questions that we didn't realize we had until all of a sudden we have a conversation about it. Yeah. So, well, um, I read about it yesterday, but yeah. again, like you're right. It's it could just be, I wonder if like, there's more specifics. Where they're from. Yeah. There's, yeah. there might be more specifics. Maybe this, maybe the West coast super mutants, cause they, they are different. They're different strains of super mutants. Mm -hmm. So maybe these ones do keep those. Interesting. Um, yeah. So those are the things that kind of make up any super mutant. Nightkin are a little different. Oh no, there's a, there's a couple more things that are kind of across the board. But these ones, they they are affected by some habits the Nightkin have. <laughs> so in general, super mutants have better reflexes, um, heightened senses, and because of the transition into this super beefy, strong uh, fighting machine, essentially. Mm -hmm you also lose your intelligence and memories. And so super mutants are known to develop um, mental illnesses because of these things like dementia or Alzheimer's, mm -hmm. um, which is to be expected. I, you know, I mean, you meet super mutants in the wasteland and they don't always seem like they really know what they're doing. <laughs> and so it's pretty, pretty consistent. Um, once you're a super mutant, you don't age. So the processes that your body goes through with aging stop. Uh, and so while you can regenerate things and then not regenerate other things, depending on how much tissue is damaged, you do not age. And so uh, while they're not invincible, their life expectancy is much longer due to the body not deteriorating to age. They're also immune to radiation and minor illnesses like the common cold and this made me wonder while I was writing the notes if something like COVID would wipe out the super mutants. <laughs> because it's not the common cold, it's not a common illness. If you were to introduce something that they've never huh. had before. Well, they seem to have like I a heightened get it. immune response. So I would right. I would like So things like the cold or like maybe even the flu probably they don't right. get. Well, typically um COVID uh, was much more deadly towards people with like reduced immune responses due to mm -hmm. age or physical um, difficulties. Uh, you know, like being older, not having the same immune responses like children. Whereas, um, you know, children who die from COVID, uh, the numbers are significantly less. 
maybe because they have a stronger immune response to it, uh, are able to fight it off better because they're younger. I, I don't know. So in that case, yeah, I mean, it is a virus. So theoretically, they would have a strong response against it unless it specifically targeted their, you know, their their cells in a way that, you know, regular viruses or any any other virus doesn't normally target. Like if it was really specifically a super mutant strain, then maybe Ooh. maybe, you know, just just like, for example, like our dogs can't get covid or at least they can't get the same covid that we get. There are covid um viruses that dogs get in fact i know this because i was just at the uh at the vet with our dogs because they were having poopy problems <laughs> recently they're fine now but one of the reasons why one of the things the doctor the vet thought was that maybe they were passing around a virus between the two of them and he was like there's actually lots of covid viruses that you know are similar to the ones we get but different that dogs can get so Maybe the human strain wouldn't have been so strong, but something very specifically targeted to super mutants could be difficult for them. I don't know. Super COVID. Super COVID. Yeah. It's (laughs) interesting. Yeah. So those are all the things that uh, define super mutants in general. Nightkin are a little special. They have some interesting things going on. And like I mentioned before, they are the master's greatest super mutant creation. So they've got to be pretty interesting, right? And they are. So... Um, out of all the super mutants, they are the strongest when it comes to general strength, reflexes, the heightened senses, everything that you, you know, we already talked about super mutants have. Mm-hmm. Um, but unlike other super mutants, they don't lose their intelligence during the transfer- transformation. And so they are as smart as they were, if not smarter than when they were human. And they have all the added benefits of becoming a super mutant. So, Which is interesting. Yeah, so they're, they're like this almost perfected version of the... Almost. Almost, <laughs> right. Almost perfected version. So, like, that's one of the difficulties. Like, this, the army was trying... This whole project was started by the military, trying to make super soldiers. Um, basically, they're all trying to make Steve Rogers, right? And, and they didn't really turn out so good. It turned, they got more Hulk and less Captain America. Um, except when it came to the Nightkin, which were like Professor Hulk, I guess you could say. Yeah, we can't all be Captain America turning cog <laughs> in chat. So we okay. can't all be Captain so, America. So what else sets them apart? So while they re- retain their intelligence and they get these other skills, um, they also become at higher risk for mental illnesses. So like I mentioned before. Supermans in general have memory loss issues, and that can turn into things like dementia and Alzheimer's. But Nightkin have problems, particularly with particularly with schizophrenia, delusions, and dissociative disorders. Um, and they're known to have things like uh, dissociative identity disorder, where you have multiple personalities essentially. Um, but also, just in general, I would imagine coming out the other end of the transformation into a super mutant while retaining your intelligence probably would cause you to dissociate <laughs> yeah that's, like, that seems very traumatic especially yeah. if you didn't sign up for it you know like mm-hmm. we, we do know that a lot of these soldiers were people who were just thrown into the program without their own knowledge or you know, they weren't choosing to be part of this program and in fact mm-hmm. many of them were captured soldiers uh captured chinese soldiers during the great war so to all of a sudden wake up and be like 
what is going on? Who am I? What is this? You know, like everything seems yeah. like it's some sort of horrible sci-fi nightmare. Uh, yeah. Like, how do you deal with that? Like, wh- what do you, what would you do? <laughs> like, I don't know. I don't know how I would manage that. I think there's probably a lot of comics that have storylines about things like this, like people dealing with their superpowers and, you know, super villains who come out of this stuff on the, like the wrong end when it comes to psychologically dealing with it. And that's why they're so terrible. In addition to their mental illnesses in terms of schizophrenia and all that, they also have a, an issue with addiction to stealth boys. And so they are constantly using stealth boys. And originally this was part of their training. Um, so they were, they were intended to use these. And they didn't actually change in skin color until after using them for a long time. So originally they looked like super mutants. They had this like pale kind of green skin color. Mm -hmm. And after using stealth boys for years and years and years, nearly nonstop, they have turned into this like grayish blue color, Uh, which definitely adds to their like creepy, sneaky aesthetic for sure. Um, yeah. But it's just a side effect of this addiction they have developed. So yeah, something in the stealth boys like affected the pigment of their skin, which is yeah. interesting because uh, that makes all, you also wonder like, would that happen to humans? Like, were the stealth boys a not perfected technology? Like, would people start turning like bluish? You know, we all we <laughs> all turn into use them all the time, <laughs> right? Right, and at, in the master's headquarters, they were stockpiled with all sorts of weapons and technology so the nightkin being more intelligent than the other super mutants were given the best of that equipment in order to use for the master you you actually run into nightkin in in fallout one but that also led to their dependence on the stealth boys i also have to wonder if this is part of the disassociation of the personality thing this idea of being invisible all the time maybe helped them deal with the fact that they were physically look different. And so if they just couldn't see themselves, then maybe that was more comfortable or something like that. Yeah. And they don't want other people to perceive them either. Yeah. Yeah. That's a big thing. Um, so while the Nightkin, when they were first made, were these really like overconfident, arrogant creatures, uh, which is perpetuated by their preferential treatment from the master, their time out in the wasteland, uh, the development of their mental illnesses and their dependence on stealth boys has made them never want to be seen, right? So that directly ties into what you were just talking about. Yeah, and yeah. the continuation yeah. of these things just makes it worse. Like, it's not like this is a hurdle they've gotten over. They all continue to do this. <laughs> right, right. And we're going to discuss a little bit more of this side of things in the second half of the episode, but different super have different reactions and different mental issues based on the things that they've gone through and this addiction to stealth boys. And it, it shows itself in different ways among even different groups of the Nightkin in New Vegas, mm-hmm. which is, it's, it's so cool that they took something like this and really worked it out a few different ways in the game. This is one of the things that I'm always floored by in the the writing and the characters of new vegas is how much diversity and interesting connections there are between all of this stuff with the limited amount of time they had to make the game especially to write it and then move it into actual production um this game was was processed very very quickly and yet there are all of these really interesting connections almost like they already had a lot of this stuff ready to go but it's not the same as some of the stuff in van buren which we know would have been fallout 3 
had the original studio continued making Fallout games. So yeah, it, uh, it'd be interesting to find out more about the actual development of the writing mm-hmm. for New Vegas because there there is so much here. Well, I think Nikon are really interesting because, like I mentioned, they're super physically fit and they can regenerate, and they're also invisible. Yeah, <laughs> and I feel like this combination, like truly, the Nikon could just live forever as long as their brains don't deteriorate. You know. I mean, they, they could have been that, like, improved version of humanity, in a way. Yeah. Except yeah, that. Yeah, well, they kind of have still their own their own free will, I guess, because they, they are able to think. Um, and that's interesting, too, because that just, that just adds to it, right? They're like, as long as you don't kill them, they're basically immortal, and they're invisible, and they can think for themselves. Like, it's a little scary. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. That's a super <laughs> predator, right? Like, yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's some, some scary stuff. Well... Tell you what, we're going to take a break. We'll go to the middle of the show and then we'll be back with some more specific details about the Nikon in New Vegas. Hello there, old chap. Good to see another of General Atomic's finest still eager to serve. So there's a few things I want to talk about in the middle of this episode because we've got some we've got an exciting announcement. And uh, for any of you guys currently watching right now live, make sure you tune back in later and this weekend because the Robots Radio hosts and myself will be live streaming and like restreaming the events from E3 and reacting and commentating on some of the big announcements and things like that. So we'll be doing that all weekend during a lot of the major events. So make sure you come back to twitch.tv slash robots radio to check out and chime in. I want to hear what some of you guys think too, especially if you're our regulars and you know, I know your names and maybe your faces, like come on in, drop your info in the channel. Let, let us know what you think about these announcements and let's all enjoy them together. Cause that's going to be a lot of fun. The second thing I wanted to note is that we have a brand new show called the Xbox game pass show it's uh my buddy sam and seven legend from the mass effect lore cast he and i do that show and we launched it on monday and it very very soon will be up on all the different platforms you can get your podcasts from so look for that xbox game pass show with bethesda connecting to microsoft and microsoft purchasing bethesda and moving a bunch of their games onto game pass and all the other connections going on with all that stuff and the big announcements coming the game pass is just an awesome, awesome platform. And I know a lot of you guys already have it. A lot of you are playing games on your PC and on your console and even your phone. I streamed some games on my phone. I was playing Red Dead Online on my phone from the cloud. That is ridiculous. It absolutely works. It connects with the Bluetooth. You, I mean, it's like it's like having a switch on you that can play games at better resolutions than the switch. It's it's ridiculous. Um, but Anyway, we're, we're super excited about the stuff going on with Microsoft, so we decided to do a show about all those games and things. And even if you don't have Game Pass, we'll be talking about a lot of the games that come out on Game Pass, which will be games that you could purchase in other places, too. So check that out. Xbox Game Pass show. Uh, look that up. And uh, in similar news, when I set up the show, I also applied for to become an affiliate with Microsoft. And this is super exciting. They accepted us. So we are now an official, you'll see it up on the overlay over there. We are officially a Microsoft and Xbox affiliate, which means when you click the link underneath the show, uh, whether you're on the stream, down in the buttons underneath, uh, if, the, if you're watching the video, it'll be down in the notes on the, the underneath the video and, and the show notes on the actual audio podcast. And you can click it and go to bit.ly slash RR Game Pass. And you can use that link 
And if you purchase Game Pass through them, which right now you can get three months of Game Pass Ultimate for a dollar, it's a ridiculous deal. Um, then we get a little bit of a kickback. So whether you're picking up a new copy, you know, uh, resubscribing, um, renewing your subscription, anything like that, if you use our link, it's no extra cost to you and we get a kickback. Also, if you happen to buy anything else from the Microsoft store or any Microsoft products at all, we could potentially get kickbacks from those as well. So super exciting stuff. It's a wonderful way that you can help support the Robots Radio Network and our shows. So just again, bit.ly slash robots radio. You may have heard an ad during the show. I've, I've got little digital ads inserted, but I just wanted to mention that live on the show today. So you guys heard about it. Also, thank you very, very much to our patrons. You guys are phenomenal. We have 46 patrons currently. And thank you especially to uh, pie man, Lib our Liberty Pie, who is our top tier Liberty Prime tier six supporter. And he gets a, a thank you every month. Anybody tier five or up gets a thank you on the show every single, I'm sorry, every single episode. And um, thank you to all of our subscribers, all of our patron subscribers in general, because you guys are what helps us to do this show. We've got, let's see, just a few weeks. It's the 11th right now when we do this. So probably two more weeks till our next patron episode that would be usually we do it on saturday nights saturday the 26th so that's coming up if you'd like to join us tier four patrons can join us there are currently one two three four five six seven eight of you plus uh liberty pie would be nine but there's always more room you guys are always welcome to join us and even if you sign up at a tier one level you get ad free episodes a day early so go check it out patreon.com lorecast and thank you to everybody who helps support the show all right, let's get back to more info about the Nightkin. If you have any questions about Nuka World, I'd be delighted to answer them. All right, Lainey, we're back. And back. When, we're, when we're talking about New Vegas, so what what's going on with the Nightkin in New Vegas? It's been a number of years. It's been 200 years since the the bombs dropped. It's been a good 100 plus years since the events of Fallout 1. And the master, I believe it's been over 100 years. I have to look at the dates again. I, I, I start forgetting these over time. But it's been a significant amount of time. What are the Nikon doing in New Vegas? They're they're totally fine, right? At this point, there's there's no issues at all. I mean, we talked about maybe some issues they could develop, but they're not really suffering from any of those, right? You know, other than, like, severe psychological damage, they're, I mean, they're fine. They're fine. <laughs> Um, so the night kid in, uh, in New Vegas, wear the same clothes as regular super mutants in the game. Um, but many of them also wear things like hoods or stop signs that they can use as shields. You know, they, they add extra things on to, to buff themselves up a little bit. Mm -hmm. And they're, um, and, and they're genuinely fine, right? Like they don't have any psychological issues. Oh no, they totally have severe psychological damage oh, okay, <laughs> because okay, of the stealth okay. boys. I, right, I, right. I, I thought maybe we should make that clear. Sometimes when yeah, I'm sarcastic okay. about things, people don't get it. Um, so I just wanted to be absolutely clear <laughs> that people understand that they are majorly psychologically damaged at this point. Yeah. Yeah. They, yes. Yeah, because you have to imagine how many years how many years are between the first Fallout game and this one, the whole time that they they've yeah. been yeah. existing, they've been on stealth boys, basically. And and no, uh, they don't have psychologists. There are no super mutant psychologists in the wasteland. No. <laughs> they don't have um, psychoactive drugs to help them deal with any of these issues. Yeah, they are totally messed up by New Vegas. 
They are. They are. So, okay. So, yeah. So, they, you know, they look, other than their skin color, relatively similar to the other super mutants in the game. Um, in terms of weaponry, they often carry clubs, miniguns, incinerators, super sledges, or Nightkin Masters will carry bumper swords. Bumper swords. Um, bumper swords. <laughs> so, while originally the strongest of the super mutants, the super mutants in New Vegas are weaker than even the, just the normal super mutants because of their stealth boy use. Yeah, so they is, went from being like the toughest to the weakest. Yeah. Yeah. Addiction, baby. <laughs> Addiction, baby. Oh, no. Never once. <laughs> <laughs> um, so we're going to talk a little bit about the different groups that are in the game in terms of Nightkin, because they do have like their own groups, their own places that they exist, and then also some of the, the individuals and what they're up to. Um, and then... In the future, we're going to dive into them a little bit more specifically. You know, I'm just I'm really just going to touch on what all is going on uh, in in the Mojave as a whole. OK, right. so. The first one I want to talk about is the state of Uto Utopitha. <laughs> and <laughs> I love, I love the name is, of this. Yeah. So it's, it's a mix of Utopia and Tabitha, the leader's names. Right. And this place is supposed to be like a utopia for super mutants. They're supposed to be able to get there and live wonderful lives. <laughs> and so the Nightkin that live there have a very isolationist ideology. Um, they tell humans to stay away from certain areas. And they even comment on the dangers of the dreaded battle cattle and the two-headed bear people. Um, which... These are references to the flags of Caesar's Legion and the NCR. Mm -hmm. And so they are, you know, they're referencing the flags here, but they're trying to, to, to warn people. They're like, oh, dangerous. These humans with these animal mascots <laughs> are real dangerous. Um, and so, yeah, they try to stay, they try to stay out of it for the most part. Um, and so, like I said, this is a utopian society for super mutants. They're supposed to, live there you know not get harmed by the dreaded battle cattle <laughs> and live their best lives and they're run by this woman tabitha um who is one of the noteworthy nightkin that i was going to mention later but she's just so relevant here um she is delusional and she's the leader of this group and part of what she says to the group is that there are enemies that they're facing, that they need her for, because she's the only one who can see or hear them. She's crazy. <laughs> yeah, yeah. The whole like th this is no longer disassociative per personality disorder. This is like uh, actual hearing voices and yeah. She's things. just delusional. Yeah. yeah. Um, yeah. and like like as like a psychotic break, I guess, is like what she's going through. Right. Um. So so that's. That's fun. That's Tabitha. That's uh, Utobitha. <laughs> <laughs> I love I love um, that combination of of words. You know, like Utobitha. You tab. You know, it's almost Utabitha, but it's Utobitha. Yeah. 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 It's funny. All right. So the next one I want to talk about is the Chupacabra Nightkin. Mm -hmm. So this is a Nightkin that likes to live kind of on the outskirts of Novak. I think he hides behind a boulder. Yes, he hides behind a boulder. And every night at midnight, he kills one of Dusty McBride's Brahmin. Right. Every night, he kills a Brahmin. Um, and so you can you can go talk to him. 
and he's hiding. He's using a stealth boy. He's behind a boulder that's just across the road from town, basically. And you can talk to him, and he's complaining about insomnia and also hearing Brahmin, like, taunting him in his head. Uh-huh. Being taunted Which by Which is cow. why... Cow taunting. Right. <laughs> cow taunting. This is why he goes and kills Brahmin every night, because he really believes that he is being spoken to by these Brahmin, um, which is fun for him. <laughs> yeah. Oh, no. And then <laughs> oh, no. we have <laughs> the Antlerus, and these are Nightkin that take orders from their god, Antler, who Antler is this inanimate Brahmin skull that uh-huh. is in the basement of the Revcon test site. Um, and this group of Nightkin is kind of interesting. They have a little bit of a reputation. The Wastelanders in the Bright Brotherhood refer to the Nightkin living there as demons. Mm-hmm. Which is, I mean, I, just thinking about it, you have these super beefy invisible sentient beings <laughs> yeah that's that feels like demons <laughs> yeah demons are ghosts like they're invisible like they probably hear voices they probably you know like they also sound really gruff and you know like yeah kind of scary yeah uh, it, uh, it makes sense uh, i like the idea that like somebody who doesn't know what's going on and can't see them but sees the things they're doing would think that that's some sort of like demonic possession happening or something. Yeah, like that. That yeah. something is wrong. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Um, and then at Brooks Tumbleweed Ranch, a nightkin will appear next to the courier, and you can have a little chat. Uh, and if you talk to him, he wants to sell you wind brahmin. Does anybody know what this is? Wind brahmin. They are tumbleweeds. <laughs> because they like brahmin. cows that move on the wind. Yes. So you can meet this this nightkin and he will offer to sell you will offer is an interesting word because he wants to sell you these wind brahmin for all of your money. He wants it now. And if you don't give it to him, he gets upset. So this part of the game is actually interesting because it has been changed over time. Originally, if you accept it without even asking him how much he's trying to sell it for, he won't even take your money. He'll just give you a stealth boy. He's like, thanks for trusting me. Here, here you go. Which seems Drugs. so out of character, <laughs> you know, like, why would he do that? Yeah. Yeah, it's interesting. So they they changed that in July of 2011. They had a patch that changed it so the Nightkin will no longer give a stealth boy away. Um, and instead, will just take all your caps. And if you do say you don't want it, he just becomes evil. Like, he, he will just try to attack you. Right, right. He just aggroes. Uh, yeah, that seems yeah. that seems way more on uh, on brand. Yeah, yeah. So I think it's a good change. Um, but can you imagine having played the game originally and then like a couple years down the line playing it again and being like, "Oh, free stealth boy," and then you just lose all your caps instead? You're like, "Wait a minute, why didn't this work this time?" Yeah, <laughs> get pranked. Yeah, right. So. This last little bit, I'm going to talk about some other noteworthy Nightkin. Um, we have Keen. Keen is the leader of the Jacobstown Nightkin, and he's really set on looking for a cure for their condition, for being a super mutant, for everything they're dealing with. They want to revert back to their original selves, um, which just even thinking about this, like, okay, if it could happen, that'd be amazing. But at this point, the body has gone through so much for so long 
like what what is left if you transfer back into a human body somehow what is it will you survive <laughs> can you survive the transformation back into a human body i suppose you would have a lot of extra skin <laughs> yeah you'd be like really baggy like your skin would be like yeah i don't know and blue <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, yeah, you, you it'd know, be a little strange. It it seems like there's a lot to cure. I mean, it's it's not just reversing the transformation back to a regular human. Right. It's changing. It's dealing with whatever psychological damage they have. It's uh, like there, there's the phys physical changes, but then there's the psychological changes, um, plus all the trauma that they've gone through. You know, mm -hmm. like it seems like a really difficult goal. I don't yeah i don't know like where do you even start you know i wonder if if they would change back and still use stealth boys or not because i feel like part of me is like okay if they change back into a body that they're more comfortable with and you know whatever whatever sense of self you know if they, if, if their sense of self aligns with what they're seeing again mm -hmm. then maybe they don't need to hide but because they've been using them for over a hundred years do you think that they would actually stop? Because it's not like they're well, addictions are, are difficult. Um, yeah. Well, the other thing is, and this is something I was going to bring up at the end, but uh, let's just discuss it here. Stealth boys don't last very long. If you're going to no. constantly be using a stealth boy, like there must be a way to replenish one, like recharge it and reuse it again. Or you must have some sort of ridiculously large amount of, of supply. You know, like a stealth boy lasts, what, like a minute or something in game? I mean, that's you'd have to have 60 stealth boys per hour at a minute, a stealth boy. Mm -hmm. that, that's I mean, how do you even keep a stock? How do you even carry a stock of stealth boy? Like a stealth boy is the size of a stealth boy is like fairly large in game. It's like it's like a book, you know, mm -hmm. like I, I don't know how you would keep using and constantly be under the power of a stealth boy unless you had like super powered stealth boy i mean there's like advanced ones that last twice as long and but it's still like i i don't i don't know how you make that i, I get the i get the narrative sense of it i get the idea why you would write this into the game because it it makes for good fiction but i don't quite understand how you implement this in a way that's realistic not to mention stealth boys aren't necessarily even being produced anymore because this is post-war by several hundred years. Like, where do you find a cache that's able to maintain invisibility? You know, like, you're not going to find thousands of these things. And even if you found, even if you found 10,000, 60 times 24 hours a day, that would eat up 10,000 for one super mutant in just a very short period of time. How long does, how long does stealth, stealth Boys last for? I believe it's a minute. Um, I think it might be different for each game, though. So Stealth Boy New Vegas. Let's let's look it up. I'm sure it says it somewhere in the wiki. But um wait one I, two I would minutes. Imagine two minutes. Just yeah. Two Plus hundred sneak for two minutes. Yeah. In in seventy six I believe it's like thirty seconds or a minute. Um so two minutes, like that's it. Each stealth boy. I wonder only works if there's like an exception. So like for the player it lasts that long but like in general in the world maybe it's like yeah stealth boys actually do yeah. something else i don't know but you would also assume that for a larger body to, to maintain stealth would take more power you so need would, more yeah so it would last less time i don't know this is just obviously this is a, a narrative 
inconsistency yeah. that they they haven't bothered to deal with but it's still odd to me well and it feeds back into like the addiction loop this you know if you need to have it that frequently you get addicted so fast mm-hmm. <laughs> you're just using it constantly right, right. Um, and and uh envy courier says isn't there a vault the night are searching for yeah supposedly there's a vault somewhere of, of these things but even like i was saying even if it, even if it had a hundred thousand of these stealth boys that's not going to last long yeah, like it's not definitely not gonna last a hundred years, you know. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah, I don't know. That's just what I'm what I'm thinking. I'm gonna do some math well, real quick. Times I wonder 12, how many nightkin there really are. Times three hundred and sixty-five. All right, so that would so for one nightkin to stay hidden, permanently stealthed for an entire year would would take two hundred and sixty-two thousand eight hundred stealth boys. At two minutes that's a pop. so many. Right? Like, that's what I'm saying. That's just one to stay stealth for a year. You multiply that by, what was the, the distance between Fallout 1 and New Vegas? Was like... Uh, 126 or, years? 126. Yeah, multiply that by 126. 126 equals... Holy crap. Uh, 33,112,800. That's a lot of stealth boys. Like, I don't know that they produced that many during the war. You know? Like... But but I get the idea of it, you know, that, yeah. like and sometimes maybe, you just have to suspend our, our disbelief, you know, sure, sure. <laughs> You're like, OK, absolutely. And and maybe they're rechargeable or something. Who knows? But yeah. <laughs> came for the war, stayed for the math, <laughs> stayed for the math. That's funny. That's a lot of stealth um, boys, guys. <laughs> <laughs> so, OK, so that's that's Keen. Keen is the one leading uh, the Nightkin that are looking for a cure. And then there's Lily Bowen, who. I'm sure some of you love. <laughs> this is a companion option in the game. She's a former assassin, but she's currently working as a herder. She's like a farmer um, in the mountain refuge. And she's pretty cool. I mean, she is a, a nightkin, so she looks like a nightkin. But she dresses in like this this fun little straw outfit with a little hat. Oh, I love her. It's real cute. It's yeah. real fun. Yeah. So, so she's pretty fun. Um, and I'm sure we can do an episode just on her <laughs> if you haven't already. I don't think um, I have. No, no, I haven't. Yeah. So, no. so look forward to that in the future then. Um, so I won't spoil any of that right now. I'll just keep it, it nice, nice and tight. Um, dead money add on in the dead money add on. There's dog slash God, who is a nightkin who has split personalities, has a dissociative identity disorder and his personalities, if you uh, haven't gathered, are dog and God. So dog is like the the default, the host, I guess. And then God is the the other personality. Um, and I, I don't even know where to go for me. It's just that's just fun. We could do a whole one on him, too. <laughs> yeah, you know what? We should we should continue. I think there's at least another, if not two or three other episodes we could do about specific Nightkin the quest lines, uh, the things they're trying to accomplish, the way that you interact with them, and then the mm-hmm. results of that. Like, we could definitely break this up into multiple other episodes. We don't need to try and cram it into this one because um, we've already been going for a while. But, um, yeah, the Nightkin are fun. I, I think that one of the reasons why I like them so much is, well, I guess there's a few different reasons. I, I remember coming across them the first time in the game and being very surprised you know, like I, I think the first location I was at was the ones that uh, the worship the the you know, the deer skull or whatever whatever it's called, um, and the uh, what are they called? Uh, the antler. That's what it is. The antlerists. They worship the antler, 
I think those were the first ones I ran into the first time I played. And at first you come across them and they're invisible and you're like, okay, invisible super mutants. And back in, back in the day, that was not something that you were used to seeing. Like had you played fallout three and then we're now playing mm-hmm. new Vegas, like invisible super mutants. What? And then they're blue, which clearly made them stand out. And then you work through that area and you get to the point where you meet, um, the skull <laughs> that's supposedly telling them what to do. And at that point, it's just like, I remember being it being very difficult at the time because I think it was a low level character, but then that part of it was so absolutely ridiculous at the same time. You know, you can't go back and play these games again like you did for the first time. You know, like you play through a certain amount of times and you know what perks to go for. You know how to like min max your character. But the first time you play for, through one of these games, it you don't know that stuff. So the world is just feels so much more dangerous. And then you come across something like this and it's just absolutely ridiculous. And it, I don't know. It's a great experience. Yeah, for sure. So, yeah. So we'll have to dig into more of these in a future episode. I don't know if maybe we'll do it next week, but we could, that might be a good idea. Continue, continue Nikin stuff. We'll dig into uh, some of the quest lines for these specific locations and some of the more fun Nikin that you come across in the game. That'd be really cool. Um, Yeah. All right. Well, thanks for tuning in, everybody. Lainey, do you have anything else going on? I know you're going to work later today. I hope you get better reviews. Oh, thanks. <laughs> I, you know, it's <laughs> for the people who didn't hear what happened. This has been my only bad review ever. And it truly was just someone who was like looking for something to complain about. Because it's just one of those scenarios where like you do all the right things, you know, like you, you, you make an exception for them. They don't even obey your shop rules. And then you give them all the help that they need and then they leave and they're mad anyway. (laughs) Right. So it's not a common thing, but it did. It was my first, it was my first like real negative instance there. Um, Which is interesting. I mean, I've dealt with like, you know, being a girl, a a very short, young girl. (laughs) A very short, young girl. (laughs) Running a game store by herself. It comes with its own obstacles. Um, Yeah. And I do get weird looks from like older men sometimes. Do and then, you like, even play games? Yeah, people like start talking to me like they, like I don't even know what the games are that they're like trying to buy. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, I've played this one before. They're like, oh, whatever. <laughs> like, okay, <laughs> like, yeah. I know what this is. <laughs> right. Yeah, that's cute. <laughs> but most Thanks. of the time, it's fine. Most of the time, people come in and like, if we start mm. talking about games, like it's awesome, and you know, it's like. Really, it's, you know, it's it's just when it's one-sided with the assumption that I don't know what it, they're talking about, Absolutely. where the problem lies. Yeah. Um, but most of the time, like, we had people come in the other day. It was, like, three guys. I think one was one of their kids or something. And just, they were talking, we talked about, like, 500 different games while they were in there. I don't think they even bought anything, but they just, like, hung out <laughs> with me for, like, an hour. And it was really fun, you know? So, I have good times, too. <laughs> yeah. Well, that's awesome. That's awesome. Yeah. You gonna do any streaming? Uh, people keep asking. When's Lainey gonna stream? Oh, I know. I um yes. Okay. So I I talked about before the indie game streams. Those will begin, and possibly sooner than expected, because uh, like you mentioned, we're trying to figure out if I can stream while I'm at work. Mm-hmm. Um, we have a lot of downtime when I'm there, and you know I would have to pause when there are customers in the building. Um, but that's really not an issue, you know, if I could be doing it in the times that there is no one in there, which sometimes there are two hour gaps where the no one walks in. And so 
this could be fun. Mm -hmm. <laughs> so mm -hmm. we'll see. I'll just have to let you guys know, really. Okay. Yeah. Keep us, keep us, uh, you know, informed. I was like, what's the word to say here? I don't remember. Um, <laughs> yeah, I meant to be streaming more this week and then I came down with a migraine and that completely put a wrench in my my plans. Um, Monday, I, I got up and I was like, eh, feeling good. And I was like, I'm going to I'll walk on my treadmill. I'll edit some podcasts. I did that live. Some of you guys jumped into the stream and hung out with me. I played some games. Um, one of the things with the Xbox Game Pass show I want to do is start streaming more of the Game Pass games, especially the new ones that are coming out uh, on stream. Um, there's a new Dungeons and Dragons one, uh, Dark something. I don't remember coming out on the 22nd, but that'll be on Game Pass and we can play multiplayer. We got up to four people can run around together. So I'll be doing that, playing with some of you guys on stream and that's going to be super fun. So yeah, there's going to be, there's going to be a lot going on. I just, you know, I need to not have migraines in order. Dark Alliance. That's what it was. Thank you, Overland. Um, yeah. So yeah. So look, look for my streams. I'm planning to be streaming more during the day, playing games and hanging out with you guys. That's the plan. If my brain cooperates, then great. If it doesn't, there's not not too much I can do. I don't think you're going to want to play games with me. That is that's the most relatable thing I've ever heard. Yeah. <laughs> if my brain cooperates, if you'll my get brain, a stream. <laughs> if my brain cooperates, you'll get a stream. If uh, <laughs> if it decides to try to kill me, then I don't know that I want to be streaming while that happens. Probably because I just need to keep my eyes closed for a while. Um, but yeah, I'll, I'll be doing that stuff. And stay tuned for the rest of this weekend. I'll be back at 3 p.m. We will be talking about some of the announcements and showing them live and responding to those and we'll be doing that all weekend so come back for that and i will see you guys around so thanks for tuning in everyone all right until next time try not to turn into a nightkin don't use those stealth boys constantly because one i don't know where you're going to get two hundred thousand of those and two they yeah, that's not a very sustainable addiction. It's not a very sustainable it might turn addiction. You blue. It'll turn you blue. I mean, if you want to join like the blue man group, then like the the hulking blue man group, like the, the blue man group blue that man is like group. gigantic dudes instead of just <laughs> regular sized dudes. Yeah. Well, good luck with that, everyone. All right. We'll see you guys later. Plug into everything else we're doing, check out robotsradio.net. Also, look up the Robots Radio YouTube for videos about Fallout and other things. And check us out on Twitter, twitter.com slash robotsradio. You've been listening to a Robots Radio podcast. Smart shows for interesting people. Check out all the shows at robotsradio.net.